Welcome back to the Photo CEO Podcast, where hosts Megan Mondrell and Frederica Gullickson teach you how to build your photo business by listening to your intuition, taking empowered action, and embodying the photo CEO mindset. Welcome back to the Photo CEO Podcast. You're here with your host, Ricky and Megan. No, no, no. Let's cut to the chase here. Reviews. Reviews are really freaking important. Um, but I feel like a lot of photographers either don't know how to get their photographers, I mean, their clients to even leave them a review in the first place. Um, or the secondary problem being you finally get them to leave you a review. You're so excited. You get the notification that you've got a new Google review in your inbox. You go and you click on it and it's literally like four words and you're like, cool. Awesome. I guess that's another five star or they don't even put any words. That's my favorite. It's literally just five stars. And you're like, thanks so much. Yeah. The it, review. <laughs> it's kind of like a backhanded compliment in a way, right? Yeah. When that happens, when it's just like, of course we love when we get any kind of review, but mm-hmm. there is I mean, if you're listening to this, you're most likely a photographer and you know exactly how much amount of effort goes into putting on a service like this, how much effort Mm -hmm. goes into it and how excited you are when you deliver a gallery to a client and you want them to express their excitement Mm -hmm. to you and their pleasure in your, in what they experienced with you. And so it's, we wanted to give you some help on how to get more thorough reviews if you've been having trouble with that and also give you some ideas for getting the client to actually follow through with giving a review because Mm -hmm. oftentimes we are asking for that at the end once they've already gotten their images and then the review task kind of goes to the bottom of their priority list because they've probably got other things going on. Um, and so we wanted to offer some suggestions for how to get them to follow through with that after they've gotten their gallery back. Mm -hmm. So we have a couple of different tips, including four questions that you need to be asking your clients in order to get the type of review that will actually serve you in the future when people are wanting to see what your work is like and what working with you is like. So First things first, before we even get into the questions, um, I think that like before we even get started, you have to ask, <laughs> like if you're out there and you're like, dang, I'm not getting a single review, but you, you never ask, you expect people to go to <laughs> your Google and leave you a review out of the kindness of their hearts. Sometimes that might happen, but more often than not, people need to be prompted to do something. So if you aren't sending requests for testimonial emails or maybe messages, if you're more on texting or DMing basis with your clients, that's the first step. It's just asking. Yeah. And when you were saying that, I I uh, was thinking about the idea of nobody ever asks me to hang out. Nobody ever <laughs> asks me to go for coffee. Well, it's like, have you asked anyone to go for coffee? <laughs> you know? Yeah. We can, I think, uh, I think that so many people fall into that of just like waiting and hanging on the thread to like open their email or get that notification that someone has left them a review unprompted and they hope and wish and pray it happens. But, Mm -hmm. um, more often than not, you're, if you're not asking for it, you're missing a lot of opportunity. Yeah, exactly. So then the next step is, Hey, Ricky and Megan, I'm asking these people to leave me a review. I, I send them the link to leave me a review, but either they don't do it or when they do it's not a review that I feel is super exciting to use anywhere Um, and so the first tip to help you with that is when you are sending them a message um, make sure to set the stage as when you have five minutes could you leave me a review Uh, because a lot of the times 
people are thinking like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They just want like the five stars or something like that. So when you say, when you have five minutes, could you leave me a review at wherever the link is? It's really setting the stage and the expectation that this isn't going to be a five to 30 second thing. This is going to be something that, you know, when they do have time to sit down at the computer or sit down on their phone, they can open that up and spend a little bit of time doing so. Yeah. And that's a, such a great tip that I remember, um, actually implementing in my review emails after you had mentioned that I was like, that's such a good idea. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the other part that I'll add onto that is I also find, have found that people just don't know what to say. Like they might have loved your service. They might've enjoyed their pictures, but they just don't know how to necessarily put that into words without a ton of thought going into it. And then the time of the time and the energy that they think that that takes might push them away. Um, Mm -hmm. so what I like to do is I like to give them prompts for, and I say to them, just have fun with it. The more thoughtful detail, the better. And if you aren't sure what to write, here are some questions that you can think about answering when you write the review or that you can consider. Um, and it will kind of direct the type of language that you get back, the format that they put it in. So for, I'll just start maybe going into the questions that I think we both ask. Um, and then some couple of other really interesting ones to add on to. So you can kind of take what you want from here and put them into your own process. But the idea here is that you're kind of leading them through the review process with these mm-hmm. questions to get before you, you get started to great. What? Before you get started too, I wanted to jump in and be like, I know I've been in a position where I'm like, I really want to leave this person a review, but it's so awkward. You're like, I don't, I don't know what to say. It was, <laughs> it was good. I don't know. And it, it feels really awkward. So what Ricky's about to say is actually going to be gold. So if you are at a position to be taking notes on your phone um, or on a piece of paper, like definitely do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of builds up the story of their experience. So let's get started. Um, the first question that you can prompt your client with is, what were your expectations when you thought about your photography experience? Were you nervous? Were you excited? Had you had a photo shoot before? Did you not know what to expect? Um, What was your expectation going into that? The second question that you can follow that up with is what was your experience actually like compared to what you thought it would be? Was it comfortable? Was it fun? Did you feel more confident than you, than you expected, et cetera? The third question is, lastly, how did you feel? How did you feel when you saw your images? Um, Get that feeling prompted in that last question so that they can describe exactly what it was. So one of my favorite types of reviews to get is actually from family sessions that I do. So it's usually the mom who writes the review. And I've had a number of photo sessions where it's literally their first time having photos done for their family. And I cannot tell you, it just makes me want to tear up even thinking about it because they get very emotional about having had that experience for the first time and seeing their, their kids in their sessions for the first time. Like even out of the back of the camera, when you show them, it's, Mm -hmm. it's just like one of those most heartfelt things um, that I think a family, if they're privileged enough, can can experience if they have a good photographer around them. Um, so I highly recommend asking that last question in terms of like, how did you feel when you saw your mm-hmm. images? Yeah. Well, and and even when you're just putting in that feel part, it'll 
that feeling part will bleed into the rest of it when you highlight it. And emotion is what's going to sell photography for the most part, because as you mentioned, privileged, privileged families, um, you know, photography is um, a luxury. And so with luxury purchases, it is more of an emotional decision. So the more that you can weave feeling and emotion into that, the better. Um, I know for me, my favorite is when I get wedding reviews and they said that it was like fun and leave with a friend. Those are my two things. I'm like, yeah, I did Mm -hmm. something right there. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Quick note here. We are doing a free training coming up in the middle of March. And so we want to give you a heads up on that so that you can put it in your calendar and save the date. It starts on March 14th. The invitation to sign up is not available yet, but we wanted to give you guys a heads up so you could put it in your calendar. Basically, you are going to walk away understanding more about your photographer identity, how to create money on demand with the followers you already have, and you are going to get the next piece of the puzzle regarding your business blueprint. Because as you know, running a photo business is not just about the photos. It's about running your business as a business and getting your mindset in a place that is very powerful so that you can take the actions that you need to take. We can't wait to see you there. After this episode, make sure to mark it in your calendars for March 14th as a start date, and then keep your eyes peeled for when we release the invite to get signed up. Let's get back to the episode. That's actually a really good point to bring up. That's what you will see come up in a lot of your reviews. And a lot of my reviews have two similar words, words, which are, I felt more or comfortable than I was expecting, or she made me feel more comfortable. And I also felt confident. So comfortable and confident Mm -hmm. are my two words that I tend to focus on. Um, And they actually show up in the reviews the most often. And I think it's because that's the intent going in for Mm -hmm. each of us separately, right? Like your intent is to, you know, for them to walk away, having just met a new friend. And Mm -hmm. for me, it's, um, making sure they feel really comfortable in front of the camera. Now there's obviously overlap there. Like we both want those things for our clients. It's just, it goes back to our branding that we have in our separate businesses. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure both of us, you know, have some reviews that say comfortable, confident. Ricky has some that says, um, you know, leaving with a friend and having lots of fun. Um, but it's interesting when you do get lots of reviews, you can use that to collect data on what things are working and what areas people are really picking up and noticing on and what you can really focus on as far as marketing and branding goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So those were the first three questions. Um, What were your expectations when you thought about your photo experience? What was the experience actually like? And how did you feel when you saw your images? Um, There was one that you had, Megan, that I thought was really good that we can add on to that. Yes. So one that I am really excited to begin adding on is if you have worked with a photographer before, what do you feel like we did differently that um, you enjoyed. So that is a really good way to allow your past clients to sell to your future clients. What makes me different and why did you enjoy that? Mm -hmm. I love that question. I love that question so much. And I actually thought of a question that could go with that Mm -hmm. um, if they haven't had a photo experience before. So that one was for if you had worked with someone else. So if they haven't, you can ask what surprised you about your experience. Mm, so good. Hold on. Let me get my whiteboard pen out. I got to write this down. <laughs> yeah. I hope that what you guys know that, you about like, your experience. I hope that you guys know that when Ricky says stuff, I take notes and I act on it like within 24 hours. So 
One of the best things about you, Megan, is that that is exactly true. There's, I don't know anyone who takes action more quickly on a piece of advice or, or a suggestion or an inspiration idea than, than you do. And I mean, that speaks volumes, I think, too. Yeah, I'll keep with any of you out there, guys. Yeah, she likes to be challenged. So just that was a friendly challenge, not a competitive one. Maybe it was slightly competitive. Always that's hilarious. Competitive, but yeah. but I love it. I love it. Do um, we have any other questions, or are we going into the you know what, how to make it worth it for people to leave a review? Oh yes. Well, that's all the questions that we have. Yeah. So um, I already repeated them once. If you guys want to like rehear them, you're going to have to just rewind and write them down. <laughs> but they're pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. yeah. Um, I find that sometimes the best advice is that stuff where you're like, how did I not think of that? That's so simple. <laughs> but the, but it's like literally the best advice ever because it's, it's simple. It's easy to implement and it will take two seconds. You just don't, don't beat yourself up too much over the fact that you didn't think of it first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I also like when I was, when I was particularly busy in my photo business, um, these questions, I found that, um, I was like, how can I get more people to leave reviews? Because there's obviously like a a barrier to entry on actually taking action on this, right? They've already paid for their session. They've already gotten their images back. Why do they care about what I need from them at this point? Like the exchange is basically done. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking like, how can I make this super easy and actionable for people? And it was through giving them the guidance on the questions if they didn't know what to write. And then I guess here is one other tip is right in the email that I have right under those questions. I say, if you've never posted a Google review before, so I'm not assuming that they know how, if you've never posted one before, it's a pretty simple process. Once you click on the link and then I have my exact link right underneath of there. So all they have to do is click on it. And I literally have five steps for them listed out all within like a couple of words it's just done. And it's super clear, super easy. So they don't have to think about how do I find her Google page? How do I leave the review? What buttons do I have to click on? And I found that giving them those like laid out steps is really helpful too. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I found to lower the action barrier as well is that um, an additional place that you can put a link for your um, for a review, depending on what gallery service you use is, um, I was using CloudSpot before, um, I did just recently switch. I'll have to see if I can somehow integrate this. Um, and I know I use Sprout Studio, um, but at the bottom, you can put a button, a call to action button, and it's like a button for, you could assign any link to it. But what I did is I assigned, um, a leave a review button. And so sometimes that would work. Sometimes it doesn't. The interesting thing from that is that because the couples generally share their photos with friends and family, sometimes I would get like mother of the bride leaving reviews, um, different guests from the weddings, just, uh, based on their experience because it's there and it's available for them to do it. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. I, sorry, if you can hear my coffee pot in the background. Um, (laughs) I love that idea so much because I didn't even, oh my goodness, I didn't even think about what you could do with the reviews from friends and family, especially from like a wedding or something or like grandparents Mm -hmm. of a family or something like that. That's such a good idea. And then the other benefit is that when the galleries expired, um, it would send each person a reminder email and they'd go back and relook at their email. And then they would, that's another reminder for them to leave a review as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. Put yeah. that in there too, in their reminder email. I, I have to say it was so hilarious to me because I got the email from mine and Jeff's wedding, Megan yeah. shot our photos. <laughs> I got the email notification that the gallery was expiring when she moved over to Sprout. And yeah. then I got messages from like 15 people being like, Ricky, your gallery is expiring because <laughs> every person who saw the photos entered their email. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was hilarious. And I'm still getting people telling me about that. <laughs> hey, did you get your, did you get your gallery? I was like, yes, I got it. <laughs> also, Megan's like my, my one of my best friends. It'd be pretty easy to get them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, cool. And then, okay, Ricky, you have to tell your idea that I'm also going to implement right after this call. And I'll explain <laughs> exactly how I'm going to implement it because I've been it's been percolating in my brain a little bit uh, while we've been chatting, but the gift card idea. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Well, okay. I was thinking, I was like, would it be worth mm-hmm. like even once you give someone the instructions, like people need a little bit of motivation still to maybe finish that last piece of action that they don't necessarily see a benefit from. So what benefit would be worth it to them? And mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe just a small five, $10 gift card that they get from you once they've submitted the review for, and just as like a thank you, thank you for yeah. giving me the review. Thank you for hiring me, whatever, um, mm-hmm. that $10, if you ask me is worth its weight in gold when it comes to getting the most amount of reviews possible. Mm -hmm. Well, and the reason why, because as I said, I think pretty fast and I've had lots of thoughts during this call (laughs) is when somebody I've had multiple people find me through Google. And generally these are people who aren't from my location. And if you're in a location where there are quite a few, maybe not like quote unquote destination weddings, but it's a hotspot where people like to travel to for weddings. Um, people can find you that way by searching, you know, Banff wedding photographer, Victoria wedding photographer, I don't know, Hawaii wedding photographer, wherever it might be. Um, and when I personally pick a restaurant, wherever to go to, the reviews are a huge number of reviews is a huge decision maker for me. And I think that it also has to do with where they are ranked. And if you go to the um, map, the most reviews is going to be at the top and going to the ones with zero reviews are going to be all in the bottom. So that's something really important to note. Now, to make it more worth it, because I know it's like, okay, five bucks isn't a lot of money, totally worth it, as I just said, but it can compound. And if anyone's cheap, it's going to be me. So I was like, how do I make this even more worth it for myself? So my idea, feel free to steal it from me. Maybe send me a little thank you message on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> send it to um, us on photo business design and, yes. and share. Yeah. 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 Tag, tag us in an amazing review you got or something. You can slide it off to the side so people don't see it if you, if you want, but we want to see them um, is I'm going to send out using email marketing. Email marketing is on HoneyBook, um, Dubsado, Sprout Studio. Um, And if you don't have any of those, I'm pretty sure you can get a free MailChimp account to be able to send out an email to all of your clients. Um, What I'm going to do is I'm going to send out an email to everybody that's ever done a shoot from me. And I'm going to ask them again for a review and put in there, if you've already left me a review, you can, you know, explain how you're enjoying your photos now how you've continued to enjoy them or just rewrite about the same experience if you want. Um, And what I'm going to do is make it a requirement to have those questions answered, um, add a photo in as well, and then copy that and also put it to Facebook if they have a Facebook account. And then if they do that, they'll get a $5 Starbucks gift card. So that's my Sorry, but that's like the best way you could use this. Cause I was just thinking, I was like, okay, Megan on she's shot over 300 different couples. Yeah. If it 
even if you gave them each $10, like even if you say, Hey, here's a $10 gift card for you. If you fill out this review in this way, my next coffee date is on your next coffee date is on me kind of a thing. Yeah. Even that investment in your business to get those 300 Google reviews and Facebook reviews, even if it costs, what would that be? That would be $3,000 in gift Mm -hmm. cards, but what kind of business would that bring in? And you could even trickle it out. Like you wouldn't even necessarily have to do this all at once. So it's like a huge bill at the end, right? Where you have all these gift cards that you have to fulfill on if that's not in your budget, but you could do it out in sections and make that a goal to get as many as possible over the next year, say, Mm -hmm. um, And by next year, if you're the person who has like 300, 400 reviews, you are going to rank a lot higher on Google. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And anytime that somebody leaves you a Facebook review, it also shows up on their, uh, on people they're, you know, friends with reviews. So if you're friends with someone and they leave a review for a restaurant or coffee shop, you're going to see that on your feed. As long as the algorithm favors that person and you're not friends with 2000 people like me. Um, (laughs) But um, Um, it's, yeah, super duper beneficial. And also keep in mind too, if you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be sending out this email to like 700 people probably more often than not, it's going to take people a little bit of time to do it. Not everybody's going to do it. So you don't have to be like, oh my God, I'm terrified of this huge bill. So I just want to counter something that you just said, because I was going to add it in as a tip Mm -hmm. to create a little bit of urgency. Mm -hmm. My, my recommendation would say, be to say, put this thing out and say for the next 72 hours, Mm -hmm. you can Mm. leave me a review here. And you will get a gift card from me. So that yeah, way that's urgency. even more motivation to get them to do it right when you want them to. So good. Mine White actually used to pen. Be... If you hear this noise, <laughs> whiteboard pen. Mine actually used to be um, leave the review within 48 hours. But if you wanted to extend it, depending on how many people mm-hmm. you're sending it to, 72 is still reasonable, right? Give people totally. a little bit of time. Yeah. Especially if you're going into a weekend or something like giving people time when they, you know, technically majority of people do have time is really awesome, but yeah, yeah. use that idea guys, oh my <laughs> goodness. all of that stuff. And then also like the reason why I want to personally include, like, please include a photo from your session. Maybe this like may not be feasible if you do something like boudoir or something. Um, but the reason why is because then you're adding more beef to when somebody searches, you know, your name or, um, you know, hopefully your location, depending on how you're tagging and downloading and like uploading your photos. Um, and they click on images, hopefully your photos will just like show up even more often. And there'll be more stuff for them to consume that way as well. Mm -hmm. Now I would wonder though, are you going Mm -hmm. to make it a requirement to get that gift card? If like, if they don't include the photo, are they out of the gift card? Like, is this going to be a non-negotiable thing? I would say so for me personally, because I don't do something where like they wouldn't want it to be seen by the public. If it was, you know, included nudity or lingerie, then. So I just mean in terms, yeah, I just mean in terms of like accessibility, like I'm, Mm. I'm thinking, okay, if I'm on my phone and I don't have my photos with me, that's one extra step that I have to go and figure out. True. Right. It could be a a tiered option, $5 and then $10, which should be um, definitely a little bit more hard 
harder to keep track of when you're trying to pay them out, but um, yeah. that would be an option. Um, but yeah, I would like to beg to differ that most people have pictures on their phone of some sort. That's true. Even if they just screenshot it from their yeah. phone, right on their yeah. Instagram, if they posted a photo, it's still going to show up on Google if they even screenshot it or something. Exactly. Now, are yeah. you ready for the elite tier tip out of this tip? Okay. That would be you log into your Pinterest. I don't know. You, I have a browser extension. You probably also need to potentially get a browser extension to do this. But those photos that people share from the review, pin those to your Pinterest. And then if somebody clicks on that, it's going to source back to the review. They're like, this is a really good photo. Where is it from? And then it will go to the review about how awesome you are. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's that's an insane. I don't even have any words for that. That's an elite level. <laughs> That's yeah. insanely cool. I love that. Oh my goodness. Okay. This podcast episode turned into freaking gold. It was like a mastermind um, sesh of us just like back and forth bouncing ideas. I love it. Yeah. By the way, that's what typically happens in our conversations together. Yeah. Like that's why we work so well together and why mm-hmm. we're so pumped on being able to help other photographers because we, as we talk these things out better, it's like a layer of better and better ideas that are going mm-hmm. to be so helpful for everyone. And if you're um, somebody who's like, oh my gosh, I feel so overwhelmed by all this information, just restart the the episode and do the first step, which is just ask. If nothing else, at least ask them for a review. I have one more tip. Sorry. I have one more tip, which I find <laughs> is really helpful. Two more. Okay. Two more. <laughs> when I send off a gallery for a larger session or for a wedding, I like to text them and be like, Hey, are you guys ready? Because then it prompts them to immediately text me back. Oh my gosh, I love the photos, whatever, whatever, whatever they want to say. And then I can screenshot that, block out any names and post it to my stories. Um, So that's another really good tip too. If you are like super uncomfortable, but for some reason about asking for reviews, which you shouldn't be, um, you're a business owner and there's nothing wrong with it. So it's maybe something you should, you could do then, but also in addition to a formal review. And then the second thing is when you do post them, make sure that you're underlining a certain part, because if you're giving them lots of prompts, they could be writing like a huge paragraph and just posting that huge block of paragraph to your stories isn't going to be enough for anybody to want to even like read it. So when you post that, make sure to highlight, underline the most important parts So or um, even better, highlight it and then write in a little caption, like a synopsis of like what they said so that then people who don't want to read the entire thing, don't have to, and they can still get the most important parts out of it that you are wanting to target to your following. Yeah. I love that. And I've started employing that tip as well of the underlining. It helps so much direct people's attention to where exactly you want them to look. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially if they're not going to want to hold and read it, which they're probably not unless they're actively looking for a photographer. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Long ones are great for Google because those are people who are just like, actively searching for that social proof. Um, whereas when you post it on your stories, it's more so people like passively absorbing whatever mm-hmm. social proof you put on their plate. Yeah. And I also will add on to that Instagram one of making sure that your review highlight reel stays like top of top of the yeah. scroll. What is it called? Top of the reels highlight. Reels? Highlight. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, make sure people can see it when they come to your account is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, that button that they can click to see all your reviews. Anyway, Those are the tips on how to get more thorough, thoughtful reviews from your clients, past, present, and future. And so I think that my, this is just going to be another tip. My last tip, (laughs) and I bet you, Megan, will have one to add on to this. (laughs) 
my other tip, probably my last is to make sure to have this all pre-written out so that Mm -hmm. when you send these emails, you can just send it. If you're sending it out to new people every time after their session, just have it ready to go so that you don't have to think about it. It's just ready in an email draft or on Mm -hmm. your uh, CRM Mm -hmm. and just send it. Don't try to like figure this all out each time. Yes. Canned response for sure. But this, I feel like it ended up being like the most bomb episode ever. I really enjoyed it. And I am fired up to be implementing these things. And I hope that you guys are too. If you enjoyed it, talking about reviews, leave us a review on Apple podcasts. We would absolutely love that. Um, And then also if you know a different business owner, photographer or not, who needs to hear this stuff, send it their way, shoot it to them in a text message um, or on Instagram. And if you enjoyed it, feel free to tag us on your stories and um, let us know what kind of reviews you get using these tips. Yeah, absolutely. Such a good episode. Okay. Well, we'll catch you guys again next week and have a good time. Have a good time. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Photo CEO Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into the Photo CEO Mindset. Business is ultimately a reflection of you. So if you want to grow your photo business, you have to first grow you. We will teach you how to use things like fear, imposter syndrome, and limiting beliefs to your advantage so that you can commit fully to your business. We believe that when you commit fully to your business and your growth, your business will commit fully to you. Your success is absolutely inevitable. So make sure to come back every Tuesday to learn from our mistakes get inspired and take empowered action that will transform you from photographer to photo CEO.